2: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure.
1: You got this. Adidas. The Natural Hat Trick, hosted by Luke Lipinski and Craig Morgan. Welcome into episode 263 of the Natural Hat Trick Podcast, alongside Craig Morgan. Is that really the number? I mean, nobody can ever truly prove that True. it is. I don't or think isn't. they care, actually. So, no, it's that's just for me, um, and alongside nobody else. I'm Luke Lipinski, but we do have a couple familiar names joining us on the show today, all the way from the Czech Republic: Radim Verbata and Martin Hansel.
2: Yeah, very excited to talk to them both, obviously. Well, Verby is now a friend of the show because this is the second time he has done the Natural Electric podcast. But great to have Marty in uh, on the, uh, you know, on the heels of his announcement of a retirement. We'll, We'll get to talk to them about a variety of topics. We'll go way beyond his retirement and even the Coyotes. So that'll be a fun interview.
1: Should we mention the technical difficulties we have at the beginning of this? Well, we I, I think, think you just did, so thank you. <laughs> oh. oh, oops. Uh, yeah, you have a great story up on Marty and his retirement on uh, AZ Coyotes Insider, and I direct everybody uh, there to read it. It's it's very good, very insightful. Yeah, those, those technical
2: difficulties were bizarre. Um, there were, at one point, three of me on the uh, Zoom call, and I don't four. know how that happened. It was four? Okay, yeah. So I was cloned, and I could hear... Multiple voices speaking. It was
1: bizarre. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. Um, what was one by story? one? I removed them all.
2: Yeah, you know, I figured we out talking. which one was the real me. It took some time to zero was like, in on
1: the real me, and I eliminated the others. It was like one of those horror movies where you end up in like the the haunted house at the carnival that has like all the mirrors, and you're just like, oh, there's Craig. No, there's Craig. so at one point the screen was Verby, Marty, me, Craig, 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 and Craig. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was so weird. <laughs> I have no idea why it happened. I've never seen that on Zoom before. And so. can you, before we hit the interview here, can you explain to everybody again why you had to switch uh, computers this week? And that's probably why we had the technical difficulties. Yeah, I, I don't think I've.
2: Uh, I, I sort of alluded to it on Twitter, but uh, I was working on my MacBook and I had a bowl of cereal in my hands, Cocoa Puffs, if you must know. I must. It's a it's a weakness of mine, and my daughter has rekindled that weakness because she loves him too. And as I stood up to bring the bowl, which had no Cocoa Puffs left in it, by the way, just a little bit of milk, oh. I didn't know my dog was under me at, in the table, and she freaked out, and I lost hold of the bowl, and some milk spilled on my keyboard, and my MacBook was dead. Oh, that's it? It's dead. It's not coming back. Oh. I am currently working on... The computer that we just bought for my daughter, which she will inherit very shortly as soon as
1: I get my new MacBook. Um, quickly, before we get to the interview, have you ever tried mixing Cocoa Puffs with the Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs? I have not. Oh, Are you recommending on. this? Yeah, I'm not just recommending it. I'm demanding it. Yeah, you're just saying yeah, you're an idiot for never trying it before. Well, no, you're an idiot for pouring your milk on your laptop. But oh, I'm saying that. that now going forward, you should mix these two cereals. That's that's <laughs> the way to do it. Imagine delivering that
2: news to your wife when she comes mm-hmm. through the door. I need a new computer. Why? Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Here's how it went down. <laughs> Funny story. Glad you asked. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway. Let's get to these guys. Uh, we are joined by two of the, uh, I, I would say, two of the fan favorites of the Arizona Coyotes slash Phoenix Coyotes over the last decade or so. Redim Verbata, Martin Hansel, both uh, on the line all the way from the Czech Republic. Gentlemen, first of all, thanks for taking the time to join us today. How are you guys doing?
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for having us.
1: For sure. Thanks for having us. It's been kind of a crazy year. I, I, I think that's safe to say. Uh, Craig, I don't even know if you're still here. Are you here? I'm still here. Okay. Well, I guess uh, let's let's just start with uh, with uh, with Verby. Let's what what have you been up to since the last time we saw you?
3: Oh, well, it's like four years ago, right? So <laughs> do, do we do we have enough time to go through it now?
1: Okay, how about what are you up to right now? How's that?
3: <laughs> well, right now we are we are in lockdown here in in in, in Czech because of COVID. So uh, not much going on right now. Just you know trying to k- take care of kids and and. Uh, just wait this thing out and hope for, for better days, I guess.
1: Marty, you uh you are freshly retired from the NHL. What's retired life like? Lots of drinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially right now in the lockdown mode. There's nothing else I can do anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's
2: fair. <laughs> How are you guys managing the kids right now?
3: Yeah, that's, that's tough. That's, that's probably the worst thing that, uh, you know, they can't be in school, they have no hockey or or any other, you know, things that they can do. So, you know, it's um, it's homeschooling, you know, this is the second wave, you know, we, we we went through it in the spring, which was not that bad, because the weather was good, you could be outside, you know, now it's, now it's a little different. So, um, no, not easy, and especially for kids, you know, because they 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 can do their their normal things.
2: Electronics as babysitters. How how are you managing this uh, when when they're coming to you and and demanding things all the time?
3: Yeah, I, we gave up on that. There, there's there's uh, <laughs> Xbox going on. There's uh, Nintendo. Everything is is on fire right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Marty, you were coaching your your kid, right? Yes, I was. How's that going, or how was it going? I guess
0: <laughs> it was fun. That was uh, a <clears throat> well. He's still
1: young. He's
0: uh, he turned eight in uh, January, so that was. I, I wouldn't call it coaching. I would say it's more teaching <laughs> how to behave because they were all over the place, didn't listen, didn't pay attention. But now it's getting <laughs> a little bit better, and. Uh, but, again, we are in a lockdown mode. So, if there's, they shut down the hockey right now. So, we play PlayStation. That's it.
2: <laughs> I got to pause for a minute here. People are not seeing what we're seeing right now. Um, Marty, you got some kind of fish tank behind you
1: right now. Ah,
0: it's my pets right there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shark tank. <laughs> it's
1: a giant fish tank.
0: Yeah, I love fish. I love fish. I have a fish tank. I have a... A small lake behind
1: my house. So I was
0: always into fishing.
1: What is it? Its pets. Yeah, when you guys when you guys go back to the the Czech Republic, I mean, after playing in the NHL, is it? It's not like you guys are the only NHL players from the Czech Republic, but that's not you know. Is it, that's got to be a big deal when you go back?
3: Maybe first first couple of weeks or or when you're still playing but once once you retire you know uh, people get used to you you know uh coaching his, his kids so he's at the ring I'm, I'm coaching my oldest and and I'm involved with in my in my hometown team so people get used to you and uh, you know uh I know those people for years you know so it's 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 um, not that big of a deal. If if somebody who's currently playing in the NHL, you know, like Pasunak, if he shows up at, at our ring, I think that would be a big deal. But I think they're pretty used to me uh, in my town.
0: Well, I'm freshly retired, so I'm pretty much still a big deal here. A big deal, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Probably a couple more months, I'll be dead too. <laughs>
1: Do you guys miss it at all? I mean, I've talked to some former players, and they're kind of like, I, you know, there's, there's some. Obviously, I think Shane Doan's still playing adult league hockey in Scottsdale. But then you talk to some guys, and they're like, no, I don't need to get back on the ice for a long time.
3: Uh, I don't miss the grind. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't miss the game and that that pressure of of being, you know, on on top of your game every day. But I'm on the ice with with my son every day. So I get that feel of ice, or I was getting that feel of ice pretty much every day, so that's good. And, uh, you know, I I got asked uh, here to play in those slower league uh, games, you know, and and beer leagues, fun (laughs) games. I always said no. I only said yes once to Marty. And after the experience, uh, I'm glad I don't have to play anymore or anything.
2: <laughs> all right, we, we got we to gotta dive into this game now and how this all came about. First of all, Marty, what made you decide you wanted to start a team?
0: Yeah, I was probably a couple of my friends. They asked me if we want to do a beer league team. <clears throat> and um, I talked to my brother because I never played with my brother on the same team. So I was thinking it could be a good idea so parents could see us play together and yeah this is how it started
2: do you do you think these guys like being referred to as a beer league
0: it is a beer league literally
2: it's
0: (laughs) it's literally a beer league we are sponsored by beer company
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is priceless how did you how did you rope these guys into coming down and playing a game with you
0: I still can't believe they came they played the game me too. I don't know. They must be like me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> when you guys play in that league, like, do you have to... You can't go full speed, right? You're going to be skating circles around everybody. Like, I talked to Donor a few months ago, and he said he he never steps into a shot because he's afraid he's going to hurt somebody. But somebody threw him a perfect pass on a one-timer. He couldn't help it, and he just laid into it, and he felt bad for the rest of the game.
3: <laughs> well, I think we were, going, we were going 100%. We had no choice, you know. The other team was... Uh, you know, those were 20-year-old kids, basically, and, and they had lots of energy. So for somebody who didn't play or didn't have equipment on for, for you know, two, three years, it, it, was, it wasn't it
0: an easy game.
2: Yeah. I, I wanted to ask a little bit some of the details of that game. Uh, am I correct, Marty, you had a hat trick in this game? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, so I got to ask you, Verby. I, I asked you guys this question. I think I asked you this question privately, Verby. Was it le- legitimate that hat trick, or were you guys just like spoon feeding him like he was Vladimir Putin out there?
3: Well, <laughs> there was a rule be- before the game that the first goal of that uh, of that f- for that team needs to the owner needs to score that goal, right? So we were sending him up for everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so had like was,
2: fifty shot attempts.
3: <laughs> no, I think he just had three, and he scored three, so he's hundred percent in uh, f- for that game. But oh, uh, no, it, it was fun. Like I said, you know. Me personally, I didn't play for two or three years, you know. So first period, it was just trying to not get hurt. And once once we settled in, and I think we you could you could see that, you know, there were some some former NHL players, I guess.
2: Yeah, uh, Marty, how'd you feel out there? It hasn't been that long, obviously, since you played.
0: Yeah, I was going hundred percent. That's why I scored a hat trick. He was going probably twenty five, but uh, no, I felt fine. You know, it was. Obviously I haven't played in such a long time, but um it felt so good and so nice playing with Verby, Rusty and um uh, Bentanedorost. That was uh, that was really fun. Like I enjoyed it. My parents
2: watched the game, so they enjoyed it too. And uh yeah, it's, it that was fun. And you made this thing quite an event, right? You had like introductions for it, you had merchandise.
0: Yes, we did. It was cost, cost a lot of money, <laughs> but uh, I was, I was on YouTube too, on a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and
1: live yeah, with but- two
3: commentators, everything. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a big deal here.
1: <laughs> you guys don't mess around, no. no,
3: and and we have we will have a you like a TV show about it, or not that TV show, but you're like a documentary about it. So just you know, if if if, if we will be we'll be able to get it done and we will get those, you know, English subtitles. We will, we will send it to you to check it yeah, out.
1: Yeah. Be we, we have, we have to check that. Out. It sounds like hard knocks over here in the U S or 24 seven on HBO. Right. Yeah, it's um, like a classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's go back to when you guys were playing together on the coyotes. And I, I, you know, the first thing I think a lot of people think is that 2012 run to the Western conference finals and coyotes made the playoffs this year for the first time since then. So that's still that's still the the top of the mountain for Coyotes fans. I mean, what stands out to you guys about that? I know that wasn't the only year in your career, but for Coyotes fans, that's a huge year. What what stands out about 2012?
3: I would say it was it was also the biggest uh or best year in our careers, you know, I think uh this one and and for me for myself that, that one in Vancouver, I think those two years were the the highlights and and uh this particular year, I think, you know, like those two years before, you know, it seems like it was against us against everything and everybody, you know, and and it seems like we were able to kind of block everything out on the outside and then focus on hockey and, and big credit has to go to, you know, to Don and, and, and Tip and, and Donor, you know, and, and all the players in that locker room. And uh, it just seems like it, it clicked and, and. Once we got to the playoffs, you know, Smitty got hot, and we just and we just ride with it. What
2: are yeah, your um, favorite memories from tw-
0: 2012? Yeah, as Verbi said, we were, uh, I believe, we won that Pacific Division 2. We were doing really, really, really strong in a regular season, and uh, there was a lot of games we won one nothing or two one because Smitty was really hot, as Verbi said. And uh yeah, i I think that year was so much fun. We we uh we play as a team and uh we stay strong, we stay together the whole year and in the playoff that was uh, just one step behind. So
2: walk us through the goal in game one against
0: the Blackhawks. Uh, <laughs> well I won the face off, obviously. Let's start with that. And uh <laughs> I went in front of that, and uh I remember Honestly? I wasn't even <laughs> obviously again. And uh I wasn't even right in front of the goalie because I remember my kids asking me about the goal. Like you're teaching us something, you have to stay right in front of the goalie so you can't see but you are staying a little bit aside. I said, Well yeah, sometimes that happens in games <laughs> And uh yeah, I just put my stick down and I remember Oki shot it, and I couldn't even see the puck. He just hit my stick, and I was uh, I was lucky went in.
1: You mentioned uh, Oki, Adrian O'Coin. I mean, the year where he got set loose in the shootouts, and every time he <laughs> walked up, he didn't have a move. He just fired the puck as hard as he could. Was he still using a wooden stick at that point, too? Like, what what were you guys thinking on the bench? I
3: think he's still using a wooden stick, no? He, even if he's playing somewhere with his kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, what a legend. Like, he, I think we, we were playing cards after one of those games when he scored. He's like, I don't even know why Tip sends me. Like, I always close my eyes and shoot it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it kept working.
2: Yeah, speaking of that, somebody, I think somebody asked in our, our questions about uh, the patented move that you had, Verby, in the, mm. the shootout. Were you surprised, I guess, that it just kept working? I mean, people had to know what was coming and yet you could just go to that backhander and score the goal.
3: I think it just became mind game. You know, th- th- they knew what I was going to do. I knew that they know, and there was just a question if they think I will change it up or if I will stick stick with it, you know? And I always said that if you, if you do that move right and you do everything the right way, it, it usually will work. You know, I think towards the end of, of, of my career, I, I, I saw those guys cheating so much that I had to change it and, and go to forehand a couple of times, you know, and I think that th- threw them off even more, you know, because there was that different option for me. And, uh, but yeah, they, they, it worked. So I just kept using it.
2: <laughs> I want to come back to the playoffs in just a minute, but I, you guys both told me that you were roommates. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. So I asked Burby this question, Marty, I said, if he had to compare, you're snoring to an animal. Which animal would it be? Snail. <laughs> <laughs> any thoughts? I mean, you were there many sleepless nights.
3: Uh, exactly. I, I don't know how, how uh, different animals snore, but uh, yeah, I just it, it wasn't working, and I was so happy when I when I finally hit those six hundred games and got my own room and. <laughs> <laughs> got some sleep finally just imagine how how well i would play if i if i could sleep for for those years with marty
1: was <laughs> that
2: the yeah, deal I mean, 600 games and you get your own room i didn't know that
3: that was the rule but then then i think uh after after that lockout uh, 12 13 i think they 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 gave it to everybody except rookies you know so i think i hit that uh you know the, the year before with like Ten, fifteen games left. I was so happy. I was like, finally, I got my own room. And then, sure enough, next season, everybody had it. I'm like, oh man! <laughs>
1: All right,
2: let's flip this around, Marty, because we haven't asked this question. What kind of roommate was Verby?
0: Uh, <laughs> he was good. He was no, he was good. He was always uh, watching his movies on his laptop, and uh, everything was <laughs> right i
1: had mess everywhere (laughs) oh he was good he was good to me you guys are like the perfect odd couple on the road i mean
3: i had my ocd so everything had to be at at the right place marty was all over the place so uh, it was it was like black and white
1: what's uh some of those teams that you guys played on had had a lot of personality with keith yandel and and uh, briz i mean paul bissonette i mean there's a lot of personalities. You look back on those teams more so than, than maybe most uh, NHL teams. Who were some of the craziest guys that that you guys played with in the NHL?
0: <laughs> I know I for sure. I- <laughs> Rafi Torres. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> but we need a follow-up to that. Can you tell us why?
0: Well, he was just a uh, cannon bomb. Like, yeah. He- <laughs> You know, oh on the name. ice, <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the ice, he was just all over the place in the locker room. He was always uh, making jokes, <laughs> and uh, he was just a, such a fun guy to have around. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about Rafi Verby. You have anybody else on that on that uh, list?
3: He, of- yeah, you just you, you name few. You know, Briz obviously, Yans. Oki was fun guy. Like, o- o- Oki was really funny in the dressing room. Or all those, you know, rookie dinners we had, Oki was was a key guy there, I think. Uh, well, Switz was funny, you know, when when right. he was there those two years. Um, Biz, obviously. Uh,
0: he was the
1: dumbest one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely let him know. Yeah. We'll save that clip for spitting jigglets. Yeah, or for the first game next year. <laughs> <laughs> so we we
2: obviously interviewed you guys a lot. And it's funny you mentioned those two guys because Brizzy, we never knew what was going to come out of his mouth when we were interviewing him. And then with, with Rafi, I think a lot of reporters were actually just scared to talk to him because he had that look in his eye where you never knew what he might do to you. But uh, what about the other way around? I think Luke... Built this question. Was there ever a question you got sick of us asking you? Did you ever get sick of answering the same question?
0: Uh, I'll probably start. There was. Uh, how come you can't play eighty-two games in a regular season? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's for me. I was always my. I was always hurt and uh, started with my back. So it was probably this question, but I never said anything because. Uh, that was part of my job.
2: Derby. Mm.
3: I, I didn't have anything. I didn't care if you ask. I tried to answer you, you know. And and I don't think there was there was anything that would bother me too much. Uh, no, I don't think so. How
1: how tough is that, Marty? Because I've always sort of wondered that, and we've seen it. I think with Oliver the last couple of years, like you know, a guy's hurt you know that he doesn't want to say anything because, like you said, it's part of his job, but you have to keep answering questions. If you go on social media, people are like, hey, why can't you get out there? It's like, especially if it's your back, man. Like, if it's hurt, it's hurt. What, what are you supposed to do?
0: There is nothing you can do, to be honest. Like, they uh, they sign a contract with you. They expect you to play a lot of games. And uh, if you're hurt, there's nothing you can do, you know? So it's uh, it's hard. But uh, it, it was... I would say it was part of my game because the way I played, I played physical games, so it, uh, those injuries showed up in my
2: in my body yeah we you talked a lot about it in the story that I wrote last sunday, but i'm I'm curious I asked you this question earlier um were there times where you probably shouldn't have been out there that you still went out and played
0: <laughs> every back <back-to-back> to back
2: games probably <laughs> <Second> game. yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: I don't remember a specific one game that I would say after the game oh I was so bad I couldn't play because of my back I wouldn't I can't remember one single game but the worst problem for me was after the next day like I was hurting probably for two three days that was the worst I felt fine during the games because I usually take some shots or some pills for the pain but the next couple days that was the worst feeling
1: You guys, I saw this in Craig's uh, story too, Marty. You had talked about, and obviously, Verbi, you played for Tip as well. Just, you know, what makes Dave Tippett such an effective coach? Because he's having success now with the Oilers too, and I know some of that is Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. But what what about his coaching style appeals to players?
3: I think with Tip, and I said that before that last season in NHL, I said to people here in Czech, I say, watch out for Edmonton, you know, not – not because McDavid and, and Drysicle, but because Tip, Tip is coming in and he will, he will, put them in a, in a situation where they will have their best careers, you know, or best seasons in, in their careers. And I think it, it showed. You know, Drysicle won the MVP, and and McDavid was McDavid. Uh, I think he just knows how to use. Everybody on that team and, and and use them the right way. You know he gives them he gives them roles and and they can thrive in it. You know it's not like he's asking somebody who's skill guy to, to to be a hitter or or you know he's not asking a hitter to be a goal scorer. You know so I uh, I really respect how 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 he handles you know players and and the whole group in the dressing room and and for us how, how how that first year how how he was able to come in and and in like seven ten days to put the system in place and 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 just just you know for us to have that 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 first season when you think about it, it was uh, when, when he came in it was was it was pretty incredible
2: was that your first guy's season best team. is still the yeah i think that first team is still a record for points uh, in Coyote's uh, franchise I, history right
3: and when you think about it he literally got there like a week before the season started you know with with no training camp he had a week or 10 days and, and we were ready to go and I remember I think the first first game we, we won in LA then we went to Pittsburgh we won there we won the game there and we just just took off and mm-hmm. um, yeah I I I love playing for him
2: Marty, you had to play a different style for Tip. Uh, do, you, do you have an equal amount of love the fact, uh, given the fact that he threw you in front of the net and asked you to take punishment for your entire career?
0: Well, yeah, well, I had a little, maybe a little bit different role under Wayne, but uh, you know, I think I said it before, it, Like he asked me to play this role to shut down all the centermen, all the first liners and go in front of the net. But I think if I would say I don't want to play this role, maybe he would go somewhere else or ask somebody else and maybe he, took, he would take my spot, you know. So I kind of adapt to that game and uh, I made a, an NHL career on that. So I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who were the, the toughest guys you ended up playing against? I mean, you know, I, I'm sure Crosby and, and some of those, you know, whoever, Ovechkin, obviously. But are there specific guys that you lined up against? You're like, man, I know this is going to be a long night. Uh,
0: back then, I would say Pavel Datsyuk. he was just from a different world. <laughs> I was always trying to make a move on him and <laughs> it was just embarrassing <laughs> and uh, it was amazing because uh, if you ask me now, I would say probably McDavid because now it's all about the speed, but back then Pavel wasn't that fast, but he was just so skilled and so smart that uh, he, he, he just made you look funny. You know, That was probably one of the toughest guys to play against.
2: I want to ask you guys a little bit about uh, just life now after hockey. But before we do this, by the way, I pointed out your background, Marty. I don't know if you guys have noticed where Luke is right now. He's he's basically in a closet.
1: He's in a closet, podcast. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, but Marty's is like, Marty's got the fish tank, but he's got like flashing lights and stuff. He's definitely having more fun than any of us are. We have fairly normal backgrounds, except yes. <laughs> I,
2: I can't <laughs> say yours is normal. I, I I don't find it normal to be sitting in a closet doing a podcast. And this is every week, by the way.
1: Well, you're sitting in front of a picture. That, is it, it's a picture you painted?
2: <laughs> it's a Picasso, Luke. Oh, okay. So, no.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> All
2: right. How often do you guys get together now that you're, uh, I know you don't live that close to one another, but how often do you see each other?
3: I think we saw, so th- th- this summer we saw each other quite a bit, I think. Uh, uh, me and my family, we went down there for, for, for like a vacation in, I think, July it was. Mm-hmm. So we, we saw each other there. Then then there was that game. Then then we saw each other uh, for dinner that we always um, get to uh, with, with the other guys that, that played in Phoenix. So, yeah, we, we saw each other quite a bit, I think.
2: Are those dinners always at that chateau?
3: Oh uh, no, it was, it was this year. We usually pick a restaurant either in Prague or, or somewhere else and, and always get get together like that. Yeah.
2: That's a pretty sweet place.
3: Yeah, uh, it's really nice. Yeah. It's close close to my close to my town, so it, it was a it was a good choice.
1: What's uh, as far as, as if somebody whenever we can start traveling again, somebody visits the Czech Republic. Craig, have you been there? I haven't been there. No, I have not. Okay. So you didn't come. One of
3: the... You didn't come for that uh, for that trip when we started the season here against Boston.
2: I didn't mm-hmm. actually. I wasn't on that trip. Wow! My cheap outlet would not pay for it. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> I know. But I have heard the stories. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like I missed out on a lot.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you're not going to share any of those stories, Ruby? No. Okay. okay. I right. move. Believe that. Don't, right. So, so back to up. Luke's. Whoa, what was that?
1: <laughs>
0: Don't share any stories. I work with somewhere around here.
1: <laughs> it. It, it is what we to need be to like see? the best place in the world. Yeah. yeah that's,
2: aside from Prague, which we all know we need to see, at some point I will make it to Prague. What else do we need to see in the Czech Republic? Definitely my hometown
0: or the town I'm living in right now.
2: <laughs> that's where Ruby yeah, comes that's... for vacation. <laughs> <laughs> The town uh, you're living in right now. Oh, you're not. A, you're not in your lake house right now. You're in your actual house no, right now. Oh. Yeah, this is my home.
0: This okay. is my house. No, but definitely, what you need to see is probably the. We have one of the best beer in the world, so probably the brewery here.
2: That's that's pretty cool. Is that the beer that's sponsoring your team? Uh it's a different one, but it's oh, still in my what's home. What's that about? <laughs> 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 Let's create that's some controversy here. <laughs> So it's the brewery there is up. good. What's the name of this brewery? Uh,
0: Budyjovitsky Budvar, Budweiser, but it's, it's not the same one like in the U.S. It's just the name.
2: Okay. What else? What else in the Czech Republic? What do we need to do?
1: That's it. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> 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 Go to Prague, see Marty's hometown, and then we're out. Okay. <laughs> what a sales job, <laughs> bud. <laughs> uh, and see the documentary on the hockey team. We need yeah. to see that. Too. Well,
3: that's that's all you need. Yeah, all you need to know about Czech.
2: What about okay. cuisine? What 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 do you what what do we eat when we come to the Czech Republic?
0: Lots of greasy foods, fried <laughs> cheese. If, if, if you
3: wanna, if you if you wanna eat healthy, you don't eat anything here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have we have those dumplings, you know, and with with like. uh all kinds of sauces and and I don't know ducks and 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 so yeah, what else?
2: Greece, you guys Greece would never, stuff, yeah. you guys would never be hired by the Chamber of Commerce. No, I, I don't think bring so. you on no. board?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs>
3: we, are, we are we are not selling it right. I guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, tell <laughs> us, tell Just trying us trying about all of us out of there. Yeah. <laughs> well, right <laughs> I mean, now, I think
3: that I think that that's a good thing. Yeah, but yeah. nobody come here. We we are number one in COVID
1: right now. <laughs> well, give us a little time. We'll catch it. Yeah, you we'll catch it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, all right, well, We got we have a few listener questions here, but I, before we get into those, I know Craig had this on, on the list too. I mean, I don't remember ever asking you guys or ever hearing why you got into hockey. I mean, I know it's big in the Czech Republic, but is it is it something that your parents steered you towards? Or did you just kind of always know as a kid, like, that's what I want to do? Because you got to know pretty early to, to make it to the NHL. Well, it
3: was, it was different times, you know, like when we talked earlier about kids have, you know, all kinds of stuff right now to, 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 to be busy with, you know, they have, they have laptop, they have, they have iPads, games, everything, you know, we, we didn't have that. So it was for us, it was, it was school or to be outside playing hockey in the winter, soccer, tennis in the summer and, and, uh for me, it was between hockey and and soccer, and uh, just stick with hockey, and and I guess made the right 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 choice. But um, back then, you know, there was not much else. You know, you were always outside playing something, and and um, back then it was maybe also and probably for the older older players too, just to have better life to 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 have a career, you know, outside of Czech. Because back then, when I was a kid. We were still communist uh, country, and and that was a way to 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 have a better life, I guess.
0: How about you, Marty? Yeah, it was same thing. I uh, I play hockey and soccer. I was uh, I knew right away I'm I was terrible in soccer, so I knew <laughs> I was going to be playing hockey because <laughs> I was too too tall and too slow, couldn't run. But uh, yeah, my parents brought me to hockey because my older brother played, so I I was just following him.
1: Hmm. Greg, do we, you have anything else?
2: Do I wanted want to ask Verby one other thing. Verby's Verby's got this budding film career right now, and I wanted to ask him a little bit about how that's going and and where it's going.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little project there that that uh, we started it four years ago. You know, so we have this this. Um, company that you know we do we do stories similar to to the, the players tribune you know we 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 have books you know we have kid kid books we do we do documentaries you know so it's it's getting it's getting noticed here it's getting uh, bigger and bigger so um you know hopefully hopefully keep, keep keeps going
2: what's the next project marty hansel
3: uh well his 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 uh, retirement game is 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 a project right now we are working on it literally like I, I got i got i got the 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 footage uh last week so guys are working on it we have this we are following this soccer team here in in czech uh, uh, in the spring we we came out with that with that uh, factory on ice that that you can check out on on itunes right so that's about Litvinov. It's it's a, it's a it's a hockey team here in Czech that produced most European players out of one one city. So we were following them last year. So that's something to check out. But yeah, there's more and more that uh, that we are doing. So like I said, hopefully you know it keeps growing.
2: Hmm. Good luck with that. Thank you. All right, we got we got some listener questions. I think Luke will rattle these off. We won't we won't
1: read uh, too many of them. I think we've covered some of the material already, but let, let's fire through them. Yeah, I'll just I'll go through just a couple of them. Uh, Rose asked one that I've seen a few people ask. What do you guys miss most about Arizona? I mean, it's it's very different from where you are right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Aside from us, which goes <laughs> without saying, yeah, that's it. The weather, for sure.
3: Yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah.
1: Were you guys both good golfers or did you both golf? I mean, you basically have to if you play in the NHL, right?
3: Or or you have kids. That's either or. You or. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're playing in NHL, I have, you have kids, you, you're a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah. The, the weather and, and just um, everything, you know, we, we both lived in Scottsdale. So it's like, a, I think one of the best spots in in, in U.S., you know, and, and it's like a living in a bubble you know everything is nice everything is so neat and um so i yeah i i I miss i miss arizona uh
1: brandon asked this is for you Verby," but he essentially said well you always seem to play your best in your various times with the coyotes what was it about that team or that environment that allowed you to perform at such a high level
3: i don't know um... (laughs) <laughs>
1: just the right spot for me, I guess.
3: Uh, ever since I came there, that that first year under Wayne, it was it was it was like for the first time somebody just kind of let me play play my game, you know. And and it was the same there with with, with Tip, you know. So just everything, the surroundings, the people, uh, everything just seemed to click.
2: Did your line mates have any impact? Just just asking. Oh uh, well, those because yeah, of it me. was great when, 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 wits,
3: <laughs> when, when Wits came that, 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 uh, <laughs> that one year it, it really helped.
2: <laughs> You're I,
3: I I said so, so many nice things in your article about Marty. I, I you can did. Really
2: did you see what he said about you? How uh, he compared his son to you? You saw that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I saw you stand that. stand in uh,
2: one place and wait for someone to give you the puck. I mean, look at Verby. <laughs> he made a great career out of it. He never had a hit in his entire career. <laughs> that's why
3: I'm not going there today to, to be, you know, pumping his tires again. <laughs> I did that once and that's it. So, <laughs> no, uh, seriously, like, you, you, you need you need good linemen, especially for for the the, the way I was playing, you know. Uh, and I played with Marty, I don't know, 90% of the time uh, when I was in Phoenix. So, uh, he was a big part of it, and and every time we get the the third guy who could who could complement us and then bring something extra, it, it that was great.
1: Yeah, we did have a couple people write in asking what it was about the two of you on the line together that worked so well, because it is obviously different styles of hockey, and sometimes you put two, two different styles together like that and it doesn't work at all. But you guys, it was pretty quick, right? I mean, you guys, the, the first few games you started playing together, it seemed to click.
3: I think for me, he he was a perfect perfect ceremony. He he was he was big. He was he was able to get you pucks. You know, he was. So I think I I think kind of complements uh, those both both styles. Where I was doing something he couldn't, and he was doing something that I couldn't, and we kind of make it work. You know, and like I said, when when you you had that third guy in there, uh, it, 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 we went even higher. You know, so.
2: Marty did it ever i don't know did it ever bug you that you know you had to do a lot of the dirty work and maybe not get as many of the accolades or the points as as Furby or wits had that season oh
0: no, it was that was okay like maybe it was a little bit bug a little bit bug bugs me, but uh you know with my style, it was almost impossible to get points like they did because i was I had a different role. And uh, for me to was make a room for them and give them the puck, you know, and kind of be the physical player in that line, the defensive center. And so I did my job, and I, I, I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> um, I would say this is the last one here from Adam. He just wondered if you guys had any specific significance to the numbers you chose or if that's just sort of the way it broke when you got to the NHL, that you were 17 11.
3: I I when I was growing up here in Czech and even playing juniors in Canada, I always had 19. But when I when I went to Colorado, there was no way that I was getting 19 there. So uh, first they gave me 12. Uh, then Mike King came, uh, just gladly gave him 12 because it, 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 you know had no meaning to me. And, and uh, they gave me 17. So. Uh, then I bounce around other teams. You know, I, I I had 19 in Carolina, 16 in Chicago. Then I got to Phoenix, and they gave me 17. So I just I just stick with it. I think it's, it's, it's a good number.
2: So just stick with it. Yeah, there was no way you were getting 19 in Arizona either. So
3: Yeah, true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Marty, how about you with 11?
0: Uh, I started wearing that because when I was younger, I always wear 66. I don't know why, but... And uh, when I went to man's team here, I started wearing 11 because my, uh, we celebrate the name days here. And it's on uh, 11, 11, November 11. That's why I wear this number. Hmm.
1: Okay. All right. I, that's that's most I and mean, of the other listener questions we already asked some version of. Craig, do you have anything else or do we want to? No, wanna
2: no. no. I just wanted on. to say thanks for this, guys. I know it's it's starting to get late there in the Czech Republic, too. So I appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This was cool uh, from all the way no across problem. the world.
0: Yeah, no problem. It Anytime. is always
2: great catching up with you guys. And, well, Verbi, you've been in it four years now. But, Marty, good luck in retirement. And, again, just thanks for taking the time, always taking the time to talk to us. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, that was thanks, fun. Guys. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you.
2: Thanks, sure. guys. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.